Tonight on Agents of Cool, we review two upcoming spy film trailers, and I gotta get out of here so we can take my daughter to see Cocaine Bear. Uh, lightning uh, round lightning round lightning round that's good i like that lightning round okay uh welcome back to agents of cool i am as always eric you are grumpy number six joined by ray and stacy and with apologies to ken and robin and with apologies to ken and robin who are ken and robin they do the podcast with the lightning round ah okay apologies to ken and robin uh we're, we're gonna call this one lightning round we're doing Two upcoming spy film trailers. Uh, the first one we're going to look at is called Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. Um, this movie stars Jason Statham and is directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, this actually connects back to the very first year of our show when Jason Statham played Rick Ford in the Melissa McCarthy comedy Spy, and Guy Ritchie uh, directed the Man from Uncle movie that very same summer. So this is like a, a really neat sort of uh, full circle sense for us. Uh, Operation Fortune seems to concern uh, Jason Statham, who plays a character named, and I love this, Orson Fortune who has uh, some kind of mission to take down a shady arms billionaire played by a kind of puffy-looking Hugh Grant. Uh, and he's joined by Aubrey Plaza, and he's joined by Josh Hartnett, and joined by, I think I saw Carrie Elwes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Now, this movie was made a little while ago. Yeah, the first trailer was like about a year ago in right. 2022. And it's my understanding that U.S. distribution has been up in the air lately. Mm-hmm. And we review this trailer today for the show, and we find out that it's coming out like in a week. Yeah. So we're going to do a trailer preview, a trailer review for this thing, followed up very shortly by a review of the film. In our defense, it's been a long year. It's been a long year. Now, now we're looking at this thing for uh, Operation Fortune, and frankly, this is right in our wheelhouse. Stunts, comedy. um, uh, I do think Aubrey Plaza is a babe. I'm not going to lie about it. Now, she's the kind of babe that would, as soon, uh, you don't know, is she going to kill you or, or kiss you? Like, whatever amuses her most in the moment. You can see it in her eyes. Am I going to kiss this guy, or am I going to stab him in the head? Could go either way. And uh, you don't care, and that's fine. Like a, a fine Italian, like I don't know an Italian necessarily, but European landscapes, like comedy, action, adventure, gunplay, explosions. Stacy, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I thought the uh, trailer was very exciting. Yeah. Actually, I didn't, I just learned about the part about essentially blackmailing the guy's favorite actor to... Yeah, close to him. Yeah, so in a so, sense, it's kind of like that Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, the one about Nicolas Cage. Yeah, oh, the right, right. The unbearable weight of massive yeah. talent. Where he plays himself, right? Plays himself, but they need to get him to get close to a... Uh, That's right. You know, actually, it's got a little bit of that classic Man from Uncle feel to it. Oh, because, because they're the, drag, dragging in some civilian. Dragging a civilian into it. Mm. And it has just a little hint of mission to it. Because there seems to be a team of guys. Mm-hmm. Like, Statham's a guy, and Aubrey Plaza's on the team, and then there's another guy on the team. Like He's got, like, a little team, and they're recruiting a civilian, and it's Italian locations, and it's Jason fucking Statham. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's a lot of fun. There's two trailers. The uh, one on Line Gates channel is the shorter one. There's a slightly longer international trailer out there. It It's a neater trailer. You get a more idea of what's going on. It maybe spoils a gag here and there. I would, I mean... It's, uh, but yeah, it's, I was like, okay, I kind of want to see this after seeing the shorter trailer, after seeing the longer trailer. I'm like, I definitely want to see this. Yeah, this is, this is right so, smack in our wheelhouse. Like this is why we fun. do this. In point and, of fact, this is why we all go to movies. It's fun. There's action. It's comedy. 
Yeah. Now, if you want, like, now if you want to watch another trailer and just do a mental gear shift right afterwards, Guy Ritchie has another movie coming out real soon called The Covenant. Also, that is completely different, and oh my god, looks amazing. Um, but is very much a definite, distinct tonal shift from, say, this one. It is very much not a comedy. Maybe a distinct tonal shift from anything that dude's ever done. I, mm-hmm. it, like he did, uh, he did the live action Aladdin. He's done all kinds of British crime movies. He did the the King Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam oh, a couple right. of years ago. Yep. He's done. He did the Man from Uncle update in 2015. Uh, a fairly long and illustrious career as a filmmaker. I mean, Guy Ritchie's kind of the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's uh, so the covenant looks like a, a a gritty, intense war drama about loyalty and revenge and sacrifice, and it's like not at all what this guy usually does. And like God bless him for it, you're allowed to do a tonal shift every once in a while. Um, but Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre looks like number one, an absolute hoot, and number two it looks like the kind of thing. Well, hopefully we get to do more of these because I'm already kind of enjoying these characters that I'm seeing in the preview. And God knows we're always up for a spy franchise around here. Yeah, I mean, personally, we're, at least I'm coming off of, like, Operation Mincemeat and The Courier, and we just wrapped up Andor, which is a John le Carre novel done in Star Wars. So a, oh, hey, light, funny, comedy spy thing is a kind of, yeah, that's a yeah. nice little, nice little refreshing little breath mint there. Oh, now there's also something I want to go ahead and get on our radar early. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've heard of Ian Fleming and the work he did for the British during World War II, right? Uh-huh. Uh, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, mm-hmm. Jerry Bruckheimer, and Guy Ritchie. Of all people. And Guy Ritchie mm-hmm. are getting ready to make a movie about the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Ooh. So I, we, we can do this on our radar now. It's going to start Henry Cavill, and it's Guy Ritchie, Jerry freaking Bruckheimer. And um, I don't have it handy. There's like an all-star cast. It, it, a big World War II Jerry Bruckheimer, Guy Ritchie spy movie. <laughs> Hell yes. Yes, take, indeed. Take my money now. And if anybody wants to get that GIF of Fry, the, the image, uh-huh. the, the, the JPEG shut of Fry. Up, shut up and take my money. Take my, shut up yeah. and take my money. Go He's ahead and put that. He's his hands at the microphone right now, kids. And the, the first person who like posts that in the comments to this uh, episode, you're, well, you're not going to get a prize, but it would amuse me terribly. And speaking of uh, franchises, uh, coming out, I think, just shortly before my birthday this year is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, now, of course, we're longtime Mission fans at this show. We all love it. We've watched the TV show. We've watched all the movies. We've thought about this in depth. So uh, what was what was going to happen here is that they were going to make Mission 7 and 8 back-to-back. And what are we? We're in 2023 now, right? Theoretically, when they announced this plan, both of these movies would have been out by now. Mm-hmm. But some of you, now I don't know how many of you watch the news necessarily, but you may have noticed there's this little bug going around for a couple of years. And apparently, uh, the whole world ground to a halt for a while, and lots and lots of people died, and lots and lots of people got sick, and many, many more people completely lost their minds. Um, uh, but probably me too, for that matter. And so their plan to make these movies back-to-back and release them in consecutive summers, by this point in time, went very badly off the rails. Um, so it's Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, stars Tom Cruise, Ving Rhames, uh, Simon Pegg, um, was Vanessa Kirby in there? Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Vanessa Kirby's back as the White mm-hmm. Widow. Uh, and they have, in fact, continued to shoot seven and eight back-to-back. Um, it got some unfortunate press a couple of years ago. They were trying to figure out how to shoot a movie with um, COVID-safe protocols. And Tom Cruise got recorded losing his ever-loving crap at a couple of crew members. Uh, we don't really report on that kind of thing, but it's out there if you want to go look for it. And it is just kind of a little bit funny. Not that I blame him. Not that I blame him at all. 
but it's kind of hilarious to hear that guy really unload. Mission Impossible, uh, technically Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning mm-hmm. Part 1. Preview looks pretty amazing even by their standards. Mm-hmm. Who have we got? We got Vanessa Kirby back as the White Widow. Do we have Haley Atwell? Uh, is that who that was? Yeah, that was Haley Atwell. Oh, that was uh, Pe- okay. Peggy Carter from ah. Captain America is now in Mission. And we have, uh, oh, this is good, Kittredge. Mm. Henry Cherney's back. Oh. From the very first mission oh, in 1996. Oh, that's who that is. Okay, yeah. Oh. I, he looked familiar. I was like, well, I'm trying to place him here. Okay, Kittredge. And that's, and that's Kittredge, who apparently has not lost it. The actor's apparently not lost a step. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go watch the trailer. He's a, go watch the trailer. I mean, definitely go watch both of these trailers and go watch both of these movies. So it looks like then, we are going to get the standard, our team is being opposed by the IMF, the, IMF, the rest of the government, whatever. Well, we don't know who he's working for yet. That's fair. Uh, the, the preview is horrendously exciting. There's like mm-hmm. action on a train and there's desert stuff and there's a guy with white hair apparently tear gassing a room full of people in chairs, like some kind of global meeting of the Illuminati kind of deal getting gassed. And there's a submarine and there's, you know, a car little, chases. A little yellow car running on the back streets of, uh, of Venice or uh, Italy, Venice. Let's, Italy. Say, let's say Venice. I don't know some- yet. Uh, and if you Tom, remember, Tom Cruise on top of things, jumping off of things, things, being high in the air. Trains. Now, my brother, who does listen to this show, Hi Jay, by the way, um, has pointed out that uh, train scenes always work. Hmm. You have never seen an action scene, and you, you guys check me on this. You have never seen an action sequence set on a train that did not work. Helicopter, Mission Impossible One, the digital tunnel went on way too long. No, I think that scene worked. I, I don't like that scene. You don't hmm. like that scene? It's just it's it's. Well, then this is Tom Cruise's do over. Although I, I personally like that scene in the first one. That's one of the things I actually like about the first one. I think that scene was very well done, um, particularly for 1996. For uh, not, okay, for 90s, okay, I just, having watched it, if you're back, I don't think it aged well. It was probably that's fair, that's fair. Uh, but I, I, I am, I, I'm, my brother will say that, and I guess there are exceptions to every rule, but as a rule, um, train scenes always work. So we've got action scenes on trains. We have an actress named Pom Clemente, who plays mm-hmm. Mantis in Guardians. And she's in this. And we got we got your all star jam packed cast. We got all our mission favorites back. We got Kittredge back from the first movie. And there's apparently a stunt where Tom Cruise drives a motorcycle off a mountain. Yeah, drives a motorcycle off a mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which uh, the way he does these movies means that Tom Cruise drove a motorcycle yeah. off a mountain. And actually, if you go look, I think there's a little behind the scenes clip about that online now. I'm assuming he has a parachute since he's. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. That, that was what I kind of like. That's it's kind of. I'm, I'm wondering if the little tiny, the you know, the little dinky car chase, and if that are kind of a little homage to similar scenes from Bond movies, or could be. Now the now like you, I think I think you said that the, the the driving the motorcycle off the mountain was a little bit like the parachute jump in Spy Who Loved Me. Well, I think just, well, just the jump portion or whatever, just you know, yeah. out and. And I, that reminded know. me a little bit of the stunt from at the beginning of Goldeneye, where he drives the motorcycle off the cliff to catch the airplane. Right. Although Pierce Brosnan did not actually drive a motorcycle right. off a cliff. And somewhere Pierce Brosnan is saying, damn right I didn't. Whereas Tom Cruise has apparently decided that if he dies doing making a Mission Impossible, he will be happy. How does apparently that work with so. the completion bond? I really have to understand how that y- works. You know, that's a damn good question. Are they just self-finance? Well, that was actually, I mean, that's how we have the Marvel movies, right? That way Marvel Studios. Mar- Marvel, Marvel, a, Marvel, pay for its own, Marvel paid for its own movies yeah. until it got bought by Disney. Right, but they couldn't get. I mean, initially they had to do that. As, as the, at least the story I've heard is they couldn't get anybody to do a completion bond with Robert Downey Jr. as the lead because they're worried he was a flake. Yeah, although in, in all in all fairness to them, at that point Robert Downey had had significant and highly public 
oh, drug yeah. problems. Oh, yeah. The, oh. Include, a, including time in prison. Yeah, they did there, pick that reason out of There's a reason why they cast him as Tony Stark. Right. Yeah. He, he but was th- that was the fitting. problem. They, they, it was like, they, you know, it's like, okay, what if he wigs out when the movie doesn't get made? How do we get our... And that's what a yeah. completion bond is for. So yeah, I'm which wondering... Is, which is a fair question. I'm wondering they just shoot all the stunts at the end... After all the other principal photography is done, so if Tom Cruise ends up a grease smear, they can basically put in memoriam on the end of the credits and still have a movie? Or how does that work? I don't know. It is my understanding that uh, I have read that he trains as thoroughly and completely as any stuntman you've ever met. That he is absolutely focused, detail-oriented, obsessive about the whole thing. So he really, as they say, he puts in the work. Okay. Oh, I'm that, not, no, not not disputing no, that. No, at no, all. no. But just, as far I, as the completion bond goes, if this goes sideways and he ends up a smear, I don't know what you do. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I'm just curious. It's 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 always like you know the way movies get made in terms of the technical standpoint is you know just really neat and cool. But also how the money gets moved around and how that that part is also. I it's mean, a good question. I mean, there are people that have made entire lot, careers out of. Working on movies that never got made. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. Writers how, who sell scripts that don't ever who work working writers who and, sell scripts that don't ever actually get yeah, made. Just, These things happen continually in pre production, and people are getting paid to keep mm. to do pre production stuff, but the movie never gets made. Well, I imagine if Cruz died while doing a stunt, the director Christopher McCray would walk up to him and say, "Okay, how do you feel about another take?" <laughs> and then he would get up. Is what I kind of figured would happen, honestly. So you're saying Tom Cruise cannot be killed by conventional means? <laughs> I think there's evidence to support that. Okay, yeah, I think okay. there's evidence to support okay. that. Now, yeah, now we, right, were, t- we were talking about Jerry Bruckheimer a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Jerry Bruckheimer's producing partner used to be a guy named Don Simpson. Mm-hmm. Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer were the guys that produced Top Gun, were the guys that produced Days of Thunder. And then Don Simpson, turns out, um, may have had some partying problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Simpson died a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Don Simpson called Cruise Laserhead. That was his okay. nickname for it, because of Cruz's immense ability to focus like a laser on something. Wow. So Cruz focuses. I mean, he is his work ethic is legendary and astounding. Um, but if he says he's going to do this, I don't think he has any intention to die in doing it. That's fair. It's um, few men do. Few men. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point too. Right, but um, normally you don't. I'm just saying. Obviously, they have ways of doing stuff like that safely, and there are people trained to do it. And it sounds like no, he's they, done they the have place, as well. But normally you don't. Normally they don't like let someone like Tom Cruise well, do those. No, they things. have ways of they doing it safely. Safer. A, it, no, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're safe. Like yeah, virtual mm. sets and everything. No problem. Mm. Nobody's gonna die. Probably. Mm. Okay. There are ways to do it less dangerously, mm-hmm. but that is not the same thing as safer. Right. Right. You know, that's but, but so he, there is a there is a fair amount of risk in there. That's why you typically have somebody who isn't frontlining the movie doing it so they can focus huh. on that because their job is basically doing this without dying. And the actor's job is convincing you they are feeling an emotion, except um, Tom Cruise is apparently bent on doing these things. Yeah, for real. And that's, you know, that's props to him. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's so it's still one of those things. If you're the person who I have put 20 million dollars into this movie and would like a return. And if. The movie does not finish, does not get, mm. is not completed. I don't get any money. Is and Tom Cruise is by definition wait. older than we are, and all of our bodies are falling apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So he's uh, well. Mm. He, I, I am told that he takes care of himself. Mm. So I don't know. I, he, he, that he, would he, probably he, help. He, I uh, mean, takes care of himself. Looking at his uh, abs from the last what was it? Uh, which mission Ghost was Protocol. It? Basically, yeah, he you know basically works his way up the pole that he's been yeah. shackled or whatever. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, he's he's in better. He's older than me and he's in better shape than I am. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. Agree. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's also got millions of dollars and trainers and the finest medical care in the world and on and on and on. So um, yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't think they're giving him super soldier serum. I'm just thinking he actually <laughs> he actually gets up and does the workout routine, whereas right, we go, right, right, right. huh? Yep, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> well, that's well, well, I mean, well, well that's, who wants tacos? Oh, <laughs> yeah, 
See, there you go. That's what we're like here. No, Tom Cruise doesn't listen to this show. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. We'll definitely be, well, hell, who, who are we kidding? We're going to see both of these things. Uh, we're going to be seeing Dead Reckoning, biggest screen possible, looking forward to it, and then probably Dead Reckoning Part 2 next year. Uh, and you should also, while we're on the subject of Tom Cruise and videos, apparently he did like a little Christmas, after the success of Top Gun, he did a little video like around Christmas time saying, thank you for the success, thank you for coming out for us, for supporting theaters. And then at that, at that point, Tom Cruise jumps out of a biplane with a parachute. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and that was hilarious. And then, uh, and then, as if in response, Simon Pegg did a video saying, you know, God, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I don't jump out of airplanes. That's Tom's deal. And what Simon Pegg was doing while he was saying this was recreating a scene from Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> so go look up Tom Cruise Christmas video and Simon Pegg Christmas video because those are hilarious. And we'll, we, we will be back soon with our on-the-spot review of Operation Fortune. I am, as always, Eric. You can email me at uh, number six, all lowercase, at agentsof.cool. Ray? I'm Ray. You can get me at ray at agentsof.cool. And? I'm Stacy. You can get me at Mrs. Peel, no period, all lowercase, at agentsof.cool. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon.